0: You are listening to Speaking with One Voice with Pastor Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, or would like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at O-N-E-V-O-I-C-E-I-N-C dot Or simply search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Hello and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, Rodney Payne, and I am excited to be with you again this week. I uh, want to make sure that you are liking, uh, subscribing, and rating our podcast, Speaking with One Voice, found on all of your uh, regular platforms where you get your podcasts. We want you to also follow us on social media at Rodney R. Payne. And please turn on your notifications so that you're made aware when we have something new uh, coming out. We've got several things we're going to be launching here in the very near future, and we want you to be the first to uh, be able to be uh, receive that information. Uh, please know that this podcast is our way of adding value to you. Uh, we want to help you in your development and growth as a leader. We are committed to making you better. So let's hop into this episode today. I want to talk from a a subject called Celebrate All Victories. I just want to get in your mind that uh, perfectionism can be a a process that causes us much grief and pain along the way. And so I want to challenge us as leaders to make sure that we take the time along the way to celebrate all victories. Well, what, what, What do you mean? Uh, My standard quote for me is, I don't celebrate small victories, I celebrate all victories. That's right. I don't celebrate small victories, I celebrate all victories. I believe that we ought to recognize every time we win. Uh, To put this thing in perspective, let's look at it uh, as a football game, perhaps, or, or a basketball game. You don't wait until the game is over to win the game to decide whether to celebrate or not. You would miss so many moments. So we celebrate first downs, we celebrate turnovers, we celebrate touchdowns, we celebrate great plays, we celebrate uh, great catches, we celebrate uh, a third down stops when we get a change of possession. So throughout the game, there are many celebrations along the way. The ultimate goal is to, yes, win the game, but we want to celebrate every. Opportunity that we have. Why? Because it builds momentum. It, it it builds camaraderie. It builds teamwork. So let's let's talk about this and see how we as leaders can grow in the area of celebration by celebrating all victories, uh, n- not just uh, the big ones or the, or the grandiose type situations. So what, well, let's talk about it. Celebrate a celebration. It really means that you observe or you uh, commemorate. You, it means that you 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 literally are able to. To look at the success and 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 enjoy the moment, um, you you make it known to the team to those who are on looking that we are excited about what has happened. So our goal today is to help us to learn to celebrate. Now I'm going to give you a few things. I'm going to give you uh, some challenges. I'm going to give you some some cautions, and then ultimately I'm going to give you some suggestions. So so let's start with the challenge. The challenge of celebrations. Leaders, uh, we work so hard all the time, but we rarely are willing to celebrate our own success. Uh, We reserve celebration for times of major wins. So so the challenge is we're too busy working to celebrate. I I mean, uh, to complete a great proposal is not a celebratory moment for me necessarily because I want to win the opportunity. And when I win the accountant, then I celebrate. But do you realize that if you've gotten better, you've improved in your processes and you're putting together better presentation, that is an actual win for your team. You're growing and positioning your yourself uh, for the next level of success so even though it's a challenge to celebrate your own success you really need to make sure that you are willing to celebrate oh my goodness understand lack of celebration within a team can lead to a negative or a toxic culture have you been in offices where no one is willing to celebrate anything except the major wins? It's always nose the grindstone, nothing's ever good enough, and it, there's such a sense of of perfectionism that you create a negative culture trying to win. You don't I, you don't want to be in a in an environment where you're winning eventually but everyone is miserable along the way so the challenge to leaders is to, again celebrate uh don't celebrate small victories but rather celebrate all victories understand that the lack of celebration can lead to the unintended consequence of appearing to be an arrogant individual or an organization—that's right. When someone is so much about business that they that they never smile, they never enjoy the moment, they never uh, are willing to applaud the progress, uh, then they seem like they become untouchable. And so they—they're just intending excellence, they're pursuing excellence, but they're so focused on their excellence that. No one can approach them, and so now they appear to be arrogant. It's not necessarily that the leader believes they're bigger or better than anyone else. That's not it at all. The real challenge is is they're so focused on performing at a a superior level that they're not... uh, able to be approached many people will say this about doctors oftentimes that that they have they're a wonderful doctor but they have a horrible bedside manner what that means is is when they communicate with you they are so factual and and so negative and so direct that that they don't approach they don't appear to be approachable or appear to be someone that you like it doesn't how well they do their job is not necessarily in question they're known to be an excellent physician but they have a horrible bedside manner a leader who is unwilling to to celebrate, while they can be an excellent leader, the the unintended consequences, they can appear unapproachable. They can be unapproachable. They can be one that you don't want to follow. So the challenge with a lack of celebration is you put yourself in a position that, that you can cause unintended consequences of negativity and poor culture in your organization. So you must meter and measure out how you present yourself, and attitude and disposition go a long way in winning, and so you want to make sure that you create an environment that you are able to celebrate success now i 'm not suggesting that you have uh, you have to have a party and dance music coming on and, and balloons and streamers when you walk in the door, but you should be willing to celebrate uh, when someone accomplishes something good or additive to the organization lack of celebration can simply send the wrong message of under appreciation to your team. When you refuse to celebrate uh, and, and you won't take time to acknowledge and recognize the, ac- the accomplishments and contributions of the team, it can go the other way and become an under appreciation. Believe it or not, not every personality type is the same. There are some that are strictly motivated by the bottom line and the dollar. There are some who are motivated by you appreciating them. There are some who are motivated by doing a good job. And so when you're in the office you need to learn how your team best functions how they best communicate and take time to take on the challenge of celebrating so one type of celebration is not going to work for everyone within your organization so you can't expect that everyone should be in the same vein but what we should do is create a culture and a place that's safe for us to understand that listen we are a team and we will celebrate everyone on the team, and we'll celebrate every success. Now, listen, I, I, th- those are some of the challenges. Let me let me give you some of the cautions real quick. I want to share uh, with you the cautions about celebration. Uh, the first one I'll give you is over-celebration can give a false sense of accomplishment. So when you celebrate too much and, and over the top, you can make it seem like we are a whole lot more than we are. Uh, so uh, when we over-celebrate, you can make it seem like our team, oh, we're the number one team. Uh, I can appreciate uh, naming it and saying it and speaking it into existence. I can appreciate all of those things, but the facts are we have to be better and we have to deliver. So if we celebrate uh, mediocrity, if we celebrate underachieving, we create a culture that underachieve. So we want uh authentic celebration now that that so let we celebrate small victories we celebrate all victories but we don't celebrate what's not a victory so so be careful not to position your team, your team to be in a place of, uh, I call them false positives. When we say we were winning, when we didn't really win, uh, when we put a spin on it, that that's different. I, I'm not suggesting we put a spin on something. I'm simply saying that when you see improvement, when you grow, when you get that deal, it may not be the big deal when you take that next step. When you've worked on this project along the way, there are milestones along the way. You want to celebrate those accomplishments, but don't celebrate things that are not celebration worthy. Uh, not only that, um, smaller celebrations should serve as markers along the way. They are not the destination. So be clear that when we celebrate, uh, we don't celebrate small victories, we celebrate all victories understand that a smaller victory uh, we don 't give it a destination celebration we give it a marker uh, celebration much like uh, when you 're on a trip and you 're on the highway and you're it 's a road trip and you 're driving you 'll see mile markers along the way you'll you 'll know that you 're making progress towards your destination so you 'll know you have uh, you 've traveled a distance and you want to celebrate how far you 've made it. But you realize that this is not the end of the journey. So be careful in your smaller celebrations to to, to not make them the celebration as if we've arrived at the destination. See, over celebration it, it can put you in a situation where where uh, it makes what would be a milestone accomplishment uh, just a, another day. And so so when you celebrate all the time, and we hit a major milestone, and we celebrate or over celebrate the smaller or over celebrate the mile markers when we hit to a, when we get to a milestone something that should be big that we've we've broken our record we've gone year over year uh, in other words every celebration is not an annual Christmas party or an annual sales retreat uh, e- every celebration doesn't get that type of, of play but you have to be careful that you do celebrate along the way but it must be uh, it should be in the same area uh, in this it should be consistent rather with with the actual achievement. So so I'm not suggesting that we we come in with a rah-rah atmosphere uh, as we lose the game every day. That is not what I'm suggesting. I'm not suggesting that uh, we shouldn't pursue excellence because we're too busy celebrating. I'm not suggesting that either. What I'm saying is, is you want to celebrate to create a culture of, of, of accomplishment and appreciation, but you want it to be an, an, an accurate depiction of your actual success and effort. And so uh, when you work hard, you should be Able to celebrate when you work hard to overcome an obstacle. Um, I think about uh, watching basketball as a as a as a teenager, and I would watch uh, everyone's basketball team was the Chicago Bulls because of Michael Jordan. I was no different, and I watched Michael Jordan lose year after year to the Detroit Pistons. I mean, every year they would get there, and the Bad Boys would beat them, and so so. They didn't celebrate in the loss, but in the series, they would win some games. They might take it five games. They might take it six games, and they would celebrate every time they would win. But the ultimate goal was to beat the Detroit Pistons, and so they celebrated along the way. They and they and they they recognized the improvement of the season, but they were never satisfied with just one victory or just getting closer. They they kept pushing and ultimately became uh, six-time NBA champions. But they had to get over the Boston Celtics. They had to get over uh, the the Detroit Pistons. They they had to endure some adversity, but throughout the year, they would celebrate uh, each victory. So, so when they won the number of games they would win, they, when, they, when they got to better than 500, when they got to, to, to better than 66%, when they kept improving, that's how celebration goes. So you want to make sure that you uh, don't over-celebrate Uh, In the process, but you want to appreciate your growth because if you don't appreciate your growth What happens is when you get where you're going you won't appreciate that you're there Uh, You'll you'll be angry You'll be bitter and you'll forget that you didn't make it by yourself So you want to create a culture of team and celebrate the team. So let me uh Wrap this process up. I want to give you five Celebration suggestions i'm going to call them five celebration suggestions. The first one is Recognize others and the role they play in the win. Understand not every role is a frontline role, but Every role is significant nonetheless. The people who are not seen in the back, uh, the salespeople typically get the big uh, the, the big applause because they're out front customer facing, but the back office who make everything run are the ones that the, no matter what the salesperson sells, if the back office doesn't do their job. We don't look good. So you wanna make sure that you recognize all the roles, not just the frontline players, not just the ones who are visible. Everyone in the pro- in, in the organization is a part of the team, and so recognize everybody in the role that they play in the success of the team. Secondly, reinforce the team win concepts. When we win, we win. <laughs> Let me say it again: When we win, we win. See, understand. This goes beyond the office. Uh, many times we forget that as leaders, as executives, as as people who are in corporate America, we, we forget the sacrifice or the investment that our family makes in order for us to be away and to have to work at extra hours at the office or taking long travel trips. There's a process there that goes in. So sometimes uh, the the leader can take on the fact that I go to work and I make this happen and I do this. But understand that your family at home is making a sacrifice so they are part of the team. And so no matter what role they play, referring back to number one, make sure we recognize every role so family support think about those who are most successful when they get on stages when they're on national television they want to thank the team around them they thank their uh, in in the oscars they're thanking their producers they're thanking the writers they're thanking the crew but they always thank their family because their family is a part of the process so a team win It's not just an organizational win. It's a team win for you, for your family, for those in your center of influence, for your mentors, for everyone involved in who you are. It's a team win. So we should celebrate together. Again, we don't celebrate small victories. We celebrate all victories. That's right. Uh, Then number three, don't over exaggerate. Listen, bragging is just not attractive. Some people toot their own horn and they give you a full bio. When you ask them, you, you introduce yourself, you say, hi, my name is Rodney. They say, hi, my name is Joe. I'm the head of this. I'm a head of this. I've accomplished this, this, this. I've got this degree. I've got that degree. And so they're not celebrating. They are bragging. They are, they are using their accomplishments as their identity. And you don't want to do that. You want to celebrate in a way that, that's humble, that shows modesty, it's, it's humility, it's a process, it's a team situation. And so you want it to be attractive. You don't want to be the one who's the braggart, who's the blowhard, who's always talking about themselves and what they've accomplished. So my suggestion is never over-exaggerate, but but just remember that bragging is never attractive. And let's do this in a way that's honorable. All right. Uh, Number four, uh, in celebrating all victories, uh, keep in mind this is mostly an internal process. We don't take every victory to the newspaper. We don't take every victory to Facebook. We don't take every victory uh, and and buy a billboard and say we reached... You need to understand, most of your celebrating will be done internally and with your team. Now, there are some celebrations that are major and are for external use and therefore the world to see, but the majority of our celebrations will really be internal and then there'll be private events that we do and we celebrate ourselves. There'll be one-on-one conversations. There'll be uh, handwritten notes and cards of, of appreciation and thanks. There'll be small things that others may never see, but they'll mean the world to those who you are appreciating and celebrating with. So it's important that you remember this is an internal process, mostly, not an external process. So so let, let's recap real quickly. Recognize others and the role they play in the win. Reinforce the team win concept. When we win, we win. Uh, don't over-exaggerate. Bragging is not attractive. Uh, and, and keep in mind that, that celebration is mostly an internal process. And then the last one I want to give you, number five, is this. I want you to learn to journal all of your wins. That's right. I'm saying get you a journal, write out, and celebrate and journal all record all of your wins. Why would I tell you to record your wins? Because you're going to have a season where you're not winning. And when you're a season when you're not winning, you can become negative, you can become apathetic, you can become underappreciative. So you will need these wins in the future to remind you of your success. So write them down so you can go back and look at them when you are discouraged, when you're having a bad day, when you're having a hard time finding motivation, when your creativity is not at an all-time high, you go back and look at these wins. Journal these wins so you can say, "Yep, I didn't think we were going to make it there, but I that we brought this through. I remember when this came, when this happened and we thought it couldn't happen. This person came in from the outside. I remember we hired this person. I remember when this person quit, we thought we'd never make it, but now we've got this person we've improved there. And when you have a record of the success and how you've gotten there, it will serve as, as markers to remind you of how you achieve success. So I want you to make sure that you don't celebrate small victories, but celebrate all victories. That's right. Uh, the challenge is we forget to celebrate as leaders. The caution don't over celebrate and make up false stuff to celebrate, false sense of accomplishment. But at the end of the day, be sure you celebrate. That's right. At the end of the day, be sure you celebrate uh, and journal your wins. You're going to need this information on a bad day coming up. You're a leader. You can do this. I believe in you. This is your coach and your host. Rodney Payne, you've been listening to Speaking with One Voice. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe. Be on the lookout for our next podcast to, to be out next week. And uh, do me a favor, share this with your friends. And if you need any information from us of how we can help your teams to be better, make sure you reach out to us at, at uh, rpayne at onevoiceinc.org, onevoicein dot p is in Paul, in a-Y as in Yacht, N-E-R-P is in Paul, A-Y as in Yacht, N-E. That's it, R-Pain. I'm excited to have you here. Look forward to seeing you next time on Speaking With One Voice. Go be great on purpose today. Work with intentionality. You can do this. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to Speaking With One Voice. Please remember to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. And don't forget to turn on your notifications so you can receive the latest posts, live videos, and podcasts as soon as they are available. And please hashtag all of your posts with hashtag speaking with one voice. Listen, we appreciate you liking and sharing, uh, subscribing, and also rating this podcast to help us grow this amazing opportunity. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you and make it a great day.